minutes. The show will begin in five. Four. Three. Two. One. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We're about to change the game. We all get taken names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. We're about to change the game. We all get taken names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. Hickory, Nickory, Doc, giving them all that we got. Kick on the door, try to knock, but nobody answered. I'm going hard to take him a chance as I give him what is going on everybody we got chair dancing going on we got our cajun correspondent we got it all going on tonight it's thursday night crossfit talk on a tuesday night because we're wrapping up the masters fitness championships we got two of the athletes right here with us tonight Corey leonard jamie latimer what's going on guys so scott <clears throat> I still can't talk. My voice is still shocking, yelling at everybody. I don't think I've ever heard you talk normal. Like you, when I met, you, your voice was already there. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. It yeah. just doesn't get any better. I don't know. What, I don't know how to shut up. So there's that. So um, we're all back now at home. After the Masters Fitness Championships, what a fun weekend. Good time. Absolutely. Just, oh my gosh, I have a fruit fly on my microphone. Just don't want to swallow it. Please don't. <laughs> um, I just, if you've never been to an event like that before, you have to go. Like it is so laid back around the, the floors. Now on the floor, intense competition was crazy. Things were getting nuts, but all around the venue, so chill, hanging out with all the athletes, doing all the things, so much fun. I'm <laughs> I got him. No, I did not. Okay. Thursday night CrossFit slash exterminator talk. My dog sneaks down here to the podcast center and takes dumps. Oh, geez. So I came down right before Bible study and I find a huge pile. <laughs> so I get it all cleaned up, all, all that stuff. But now I have fruit flies down here. Naturally. So anyway, <laughs> Walter, goodness gracious. He is so bougie. He hates to go outside. <laughs> so he tries to find places in the house to sneak to and take his dumps. Oh, I used to have a pit bull like that. He wouldn't go outside if it was raining at all. He'd be like, mm, I'll just wait. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you, weigh 90, you weigh 75 pounds and you're going outside. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and just so you know, his, he's named after Walter White from Breaking Bad. 
and he is just as evil. So there you go. <laughs> he, he is the one who knocks, only he doesn't actually knock. He just goes to where he wants to go. Right. Um, so, okay, back to the MFC. Fun weekend. Um, and Ronica's talking about what her dog does, and at least he doesn't make me do that. So just happy for that. Um, so let's let's get to it. We're going to wrap up the whole competition. We have a champion amongst us, and we have someone else that participated. We'll just say that. <laughs> so, Corey, I want you to go first, and I want you to talk about, like, your overall impressions of the weekend. You're like, this was like, I know you've competed locally. Is this like right. the first big daddy competition you've done? Absolutely. This is the first multi-day competition I've done. Certainly the first, uh, I mean, it's hard for the open, obviously. Oh, and the first sanctioned, like officially CrossFit sanctioned uh, event that I've done. And uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to say like, I came in with expectations because I didn't really let know, but you hear things, right? You hear how things went last year and, uh, you know, other people's experiences and whatnot. And so I was, I won't lie, say I, I was expecting, I won't say the worst, but I was not expecting it to go as smoothly as it did. And it was, uh, I mean, everything ran on time as far as I could tell. It's not in the pool, which I understand that, like, that was off site. That was a whole different thing that was going on. Like there was a lot, there's a lot of moving parts as far as that's concerned. <clears throat> but everything was time. Everybody was very, very professional. Everybody I met, met was super friendly. Um, a ton of judges, a ton of volunteers. Um, uh, from Dan, I met my boy Dan. That was awesome. Uh, a ton of judges, ton, ton of volunteers. Um, my personal, like, Everything was, I mean, buttery smooth. I don't know any better way to put it. Now, <laughs> we got there at the same time as uh, Rudy and Lynette, and Rudy's name was not on the list. So that was kind of interesting. Like, they didn't have any of this stuff. Um, <clears throat> my buddy that I actually came here with, registered, like, qualified with, uh, they couldn't, they, his name was on the list, and they couldn't find any of his stuff for a little while. He had to go back and get it later. And, uh, my other friend who finished third in 35-39, they still didn't find his name tag. Like so his uh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But that's that's from what I could see, that was few and far between. Right. Um I didn't think the thing about the thing I did think the thing with Rudy was a little weird because, you know, I mean he's only won the games two years consecutively in his age group. Like you would think they would have had him somewhere penciled in, maybe something along those lines. Yeah, uh, so but besides I'm, that, go ahead, Scott. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Jamie. We're gonna go back and forth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Jamie for a second and get her overall impressions. But before we do that, LD uh, LDY two seven four two states. All I know is every podcast Jamie hates on the heavy stuff, then throws the 150 sand bag, bag around. I think she's lost her it's too heavy card. Incorrect. I have not. Trust me. No, bro. I saw that. And I, I saw that in person. LDY that um 
a lot of the people I talked to at the event said the exact same thing that you did. That they listen to Jamie talk and then they see her toss around weight on the floor and cycle barbells and do all that stuff. And they're like, no more. No more claiming that it's too heavy. No, that's not true. That that was my worst finish, the sandbag. So it was it was heavy for me. The I never once complained about the barbell, the power clean weight. Like, do I think it was I mean, I can I feel like I've never said I can't cycle a bar power clean well. Um, if it's as long as it's not like a one rep. Um so that workout was fine for me, moving the barbell in that one. Okay. You it was your worst finish. What was that finish? Fifth. Fifth. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> my worst finish is top five. I wish rest. my first finish was a top five, dude. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. No. <laughs> you you have what we learned this weekend, and this is something I want to, this is what I want to dive into with you as initial, is you you now have fans, right? You have, you have people that have followed, are following your career now, whether it be from this show, whether it be from other shows that you're in the chat and you have big groups of people. And what has happened now is, and we talked about this briefly, and it's going to come out in your story that we're going to release, is it's kind of thrown a target on your back because people will get enjoyment out of getting a win against you, whether it be just an event win or it doesn't even need to be a competition win. They're going to say, oh my gosh, I beat Jamie Latimer on event two and that made my whole weekend. And now that is going to be lined up at you going forward. So we talk about that briefly in the interview we did at the event, and it's going to come out in the story. But I want you to talk about that because it it really did change the dynamic of the competition for you. Yeah. Just nothing um, was easy. No, nothing was easy. I, I talked to Tristan today, and we kind of went over that and my thoughts and feelings. Um, and yeah, that's basically what I said. Like, I'm, I haven't really ever been in this position. I don't, I definitely do not like to lead. Like I do not like to be in first and I was in first as of day one. And then it's like, I hate being chased. Um, I ran cross country growing up and I always like sit back and then finish strong. Like, so like, Last year I was sitting in second and then was able to win on the last, last event, last two events, whatever. Um, because I have nothing to lose for one. Um, it's way easier being the chaser. Like it's, it's just different. Um, you're in your own head. You can't make a mistake. Like, I don't know. It's definitely different. And I don't love that feeling at all. So what, what did, because this part isn't going to be in the in the interview part because this happened today with Tristan. What was the discussion of like how do you deal with that now going forward? And what's funny is I had the same conversation with Rudy, and people were gunning for an event win against Rudy. Now he's a two-time games champion. You're just kind of on the come up now, but because of some exposure you've had, 
you're already in the same seat without the same receipts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess just more experience of in-person comps and I don't, I, I don't expect that I will, that'll be an, uh, an often thing where I'm sitting in first place and having to hold, hold that off. Um, so I, I honestly don't know, like it's, it messes with my game plan with like pacing workouts, um, just, just everything. And, and I feel like I sort of panic when I'm not in control of my own workout. When, and I don't even think it's because you were in first place. I think people know your name now. And it means something to beat you in an event, whether you come into the event in second or sixth or eighth, they still want to beat you in an event. They got now, lots of that. Daniel, Dan says, the wolf on top of the hill isn't as hungry as the wolf climbing the hill. If you've met Jamie and you've met Rudy, those wolves are hungry. So while I get the analogy, um, they are not resting on their laurels. Um, it's a, both of them had the experience where every workout was a fight because everybody wanted a shot at the person, the, the name to be able to say they beat them. Yeah. And we kind of dive into that in the, the interviews that are going to be released. So, for both of you, what came from this weekend that you're going to take forward with you for the rest of, in, into next season? Oh, am I going first? Sure. Go for it. Um, and Scott, you and I had this conversation after the last workout uh, briefly. Um, it's just a feeling. So this is my first big one. It's the first thing I ever did at online qualify for. Um, and I was telling people all weekend, you know, and not so much being in my own head, but like just from where I was sitting and what my perception was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to be there. Right. <clears throat> did not, was not technically in a qualifying spot. So money ahead of me got bumped. I got moved up. And I came out in my very second event. I won. I accidentally won an event. So I keep telling everybody because I had no plans of actually trying to win anything. I just paced it better than everybody else. So anytime somebody be like, "Oh, you're doing great," you're doing blah blah, I'm like, "I'm not even supposed to be here." And uh, and God bless you, Scott, for telling me this after after I got done with the with the last one. Is that I do belong there, and I do belong amongst. And dude, those dudes I was competing against are absolute monsters. All of them. I don't give a damn. I mean, we had four different people. I want to say win an event out of a out of a uh, group of. I think we had fourteen that actually showed up. It was tight all weekend between everybody. And like even that last one, if I am three seconds faster, I beat three different people. And like my, my placement goes from ninth to probably sixth or fifth or something along those lines. And it was like that all weekend. So one of the biggest things that I got, oh, really, one of the biggest things that I pull away from that is that I, I do belong there. And that it, for my confidence level is going to do nothing but 
number one, make me hungrier to actually buckle down and work on shit that I refuse to work on, like stupid party tricks. Um, <laughs> so, um, and uh, and just double down on the stuff that I need that I'm I've already been working on my gymnastics from the fatigue, um, just getting my motor better than it already is and whatnot. Like the weightlifting part of it, I'm not neglecting, but I'm not focused on it because I don't, I don't like I know how to lift weights and I'm fairly strong. So like I, I'm not, I'm not going away from it at any point, but like the other stuff that just needs cleaning up and for me to stop. I have a very good friend of mine make me make a list of the stuff that you're asking me about, Scott. <laughs> so I did that yesterday morning in uh in Senator and she's like, Yep, that's what we're doing. And I mean that's where I'm at right now. Just continue working, keep my head down and stop thinking that some of some of the stuff that I keep coming back to those stupid crossovers because when they came out at the games, whenever that was two years ago, I looked at it and I said, that's dumb. I am never going to do that. And what happened? <laughs> I refused to work on it. I refused to. I was like, that's so stupid. I'm not even trying that. And I got friends of mine at the gym who were like, I'm going to give it a shot. And was working on it. One of my best friends, as a matter of fact. And I was like, you're an idiot. And now look at me. And that was your worst finish to the weekend. By far, by far, by far. Uh, so I want to echo what you said because I've watched a ton, a ton of CrossFit in my life, right? Doing this, judging, volunteering. And I said to you after the final event, dude, you belong. And I meant that because watching you on the floor your movement is so good and your competitiveness is so good. Yet you, as Kenneth said, you boogie down before the start of every event. Like you're out there having fun, but you know what you're doing. Your movement quality is amazing. And your competitiveness with everybody else was on point and you do belong. And um, I want you to know that 100%. Agreed. I told you the same thing. I text you very similar things. They did it again. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't know. Why That's crazy. Anyway, no, I appreciate that, y'all. Uh, y'all have no idea how much that means to me. Like, my first big individual cop I ever did, I had a min miniature nervous breakdown in the middle of it because I thought I didn't belong there. And that was in 2019. So four years later, and we had this weekend. Dude, and you look you look like you're having fun, but a little spoiler from the story that's going to come out with you. When I asked you how it was going on Sunday, you're like, I'm not sore. Nothing hurts. I'm just tired. That's it. <laughs> I could have, walking to the floor, I could have took a nap. <laughs> so uh wait dan's got a dan's like uh cory taught me what red stick is i taught it taught dan some french but seriously cory man it's awesome to see you throw down 
you look on point out there. Thank you, Dan. And Jamie, what are you, what are you taking forward into next season? Or are you still trying to figure that out? I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I still get incredibly nervous. I threw up before triple threat. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I gotta, I, I mean, I like, I like competing. I like taking the floor far better than online stuff. It's just, it is nerve wracking and not knowing other, like everyone else's skills, uh, skill set, like for sure. Um, and not knowing exactly what pace you're going to be able to hold is, is hard on me. Um, so I don't know. I need to, I don't know if I just need to like, just trust my fitness and stay calm and do my own thing. Or if I do need to work on floor awareness and going at other people's paces, I'm not quite sure yet how I want to attack that. Cause I do, I like, I don't like that. Kenneth makes a great point. Matt F threw up all the time, allegedly. But yeah, here's what I have for you. And it is, it's hard for you to know where you're at right now because you made a big change this season where you hired a coach, mm -hmm. right? That coach wasn't there this weekend, right? Mm -hmm. Conflict, but he's going to be there in two weeks. And that's really going to be your first dry run for how your competition day is going to go. Yeah. Like what is that communication? Who is responsible for floor awareness? What is the communication like on the floor? You don't know any of that because you haven't been through it yet with that guy. Very true. Yeah. I have it's always been on my own and not felt very, like, I feel supported. Don't get me wrong. Like my husband's extremely supportive. Veronica and Jim are always there for me, but like, I don't, I haven't always felt like I've had a, someone in my corner wanting to like coach me up to get a win. Yeah, I know you do. It's you do. I know you do. But I've just I've just been around for the last 6 months. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Ronica says don't eat a hash brown before an event. Yeah, they all think it was the hotel breakfast. I I mean, I was just very nervous. Um Dan makes a comment my takeaway is that Jamie's heaviest deadlift is 300 pounds. But it's definitely not her max. Hashtag, hashtag strong AF. I don't know. You know what my takeaway from the weekend is? And this is, this was so cool is the eight people we followed through this weekend, hanging out together, getting to know each other, becoming fans of each other. That was like that just made me feel good inside, right? Um, we had I'm I know technically we had four champions out of eight, but a fifth one finished with the same amount of points as first place, just lost on the tiebreaker. That's rough. So we would have went five for eight, except for a stupid tiebreaker. But the fact that we have like Dan in the chat talking about Corey and talking about Jamie 
And the, the recording I have of Veronica and Jim and Jamie talking about their friendship and everything that they go through on a daily basis at the gym and the support they have for each other at an event, like that's, that stuff was gold. It just was so cool, like seeing all of that happen. Um, and that you guys are all different. You're all different in the way you approach things. You're all different in the way, like every event Jamie was in, I'm getting a text from Lynette. How's Jamie doing? Where's she finishing? Like, like everybody was invested in each other and it was so cool um, for all that. Oh my gosh, Jason Grubbs in the chat. Uh, I I wouldn't be anywhere else. That was so much fun this weekend. Um, And like I said, to start the show, wouldn't be anywhere else. It was so much fun. Um, And like just walking around, getting to talk to Jason Grubb and Anna Tobias and um, Jen Ryan and Dex Hopkins and all like, and, and you all, it just was fun just being able to chill out, hang out with everybody and just get to talk and, and really enjoy each other. So, uh, really, really love the fact that, that they held that event and it, and it, for all the criticism I gave them from last year, so much improvement this year. So, so well run this year compared to last. Um, and the, like I've said over and over again, that venue is perfect for a game's location. A couple little things to button up around the edges. And I think they could pull it off. Um, yeah. It was really, really a well-run event. Everything was on time. We had heats. Lan and I had heat schedules from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, and everything was pretty much on time within a minute of of mm-hmm. what they said uh, all weekend long. Well, well run. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like I, said, I think I, don't know if I was talking to you, Scott, or Jamie, if I like some very minor things, and it's. It's it's next level, like just some minor attention to detail type things, and it's holy shit. I mean, it was I had a phenomenal time as it is. When you watch the games, you you have little minor points you think they can do better on. Absolutely, right. So it's you're going to have that at every competition. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go off the rails. Um, you're going to go to a hotel with um puke in the toilet and have to leave and go to another one. As as Ronica stating uh, down below, but you know things like that happen to all of us, event organizers and athletes, yeah. and you, you you have to adapt and overcome. And I thought they did a great job of adapting and overcoming this weekend to to pull off a great show. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, FYI, Ronica and Jim are yeah. outstanding human beings as well. Uh, they really are. Yeah, I. One thing I, and I've known this about myself, but, and it especially is really obvious when I'm with Ronica and even Jim, um, and like you, Corey, you, I do not know, I cannot like just relax and walk around and talk with people like you do guys do. I, I literally cannot, I don't know how you guys just, I feel like I'm like, like Colton, like. I'm just in my, I'm just myself there. Every time I walked up to you and and uh, when I saw you in the warm up area, you were, you were like bowed up. You were like, let's go. Like, I need, like, you needed to move. You need to do something. Like, and your brain was going a thousand miles an hour. In the meantime, me and Ronica's like 
the hell is that dude doing over there? Like on a completely different uh, thing. But that's just how you're wired. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. It's just how you are. I know, but like my husband is like. Hold on. That's not fair because you do talk. Like I've talked to elite athletes that scare me in between events. You do not scare me in between events. And you had another hat on this weekend where you are the coach of two of the athletes. I didn't. They they didn't require really anything. Ronica asked me like two things. Okay. But you wanted to be there and support them. You said that to me flat out. Yeah, I do. I do want to be there for them. Um, And yeah, maybe that takes a like 10% of, time and energy and mind power that could go to like chatting. I don't know. My husband's just like, I bet every girl in your age bracket thinks you're just the biggest bitch. And he's probably right. Like I, I do not talk to my, to my group. I'm not over there. I, I don't know. Like, and I luckily, like I was able to talk to Allison last year and like form a friendship with her, but I barely, rarely make, friends with the girls in my age bracket. Veronica says <laughs> alpha female, bro. I know. I just don't want, I don't want to be, I, I know I have resting bitch face. I don't want to be that person. Like I want to be, I don't know, approachable and um, I don't know. It's something I need to work on. Spread joy. But you have to be you. Like you are you, and that is that is who you are, right? Just like Corey couldn't be super serious before an event and still do well. He just couldn't. I tried it. It doesn't work. You know, they talk about it with Noah, right? Noah tried to get serious and he f- totally flopped and said, you know, if I'm going down, I'm going down being me. Yeah. I've talked to Ariel Lowen. She loves to chat in the background in the back rooms and all that. And she said, there's half the group that don't like to chat with anybody. They want to, you know, be isolated and think about what's going on and, and get their plan together. And that's cool. That's who they are. So, yeah, you know, the dude that won my division, Eric, he did not talk. And it wasn't because he was being unfriendly. Like we didn't, we couldn't find him half the time for the entire weekend. And he just kept, Beating the shit out of all of us. And then at the end, like literally me, uh me and one of the one of the days uh were sitting there bullshitting with him at the end. And he was just like, Hey, hey what's going on, guys? He's like, Oh now you can talk to people. Started laughing. He was like, like I wasn't trying to not talk to anybody. He said, I'm just he was just he's just quiet. So I assume complete polar opposite of me, that is for certain. So yeah. I want to take a second and I want to go through the leaderboards and shout out the, the podiums for all the divisions. Um, they deserved it. Holly did a great job of putting together the graphics. So I want to, um, I want to use that and show what we have here. So let's start with the RX divisions. Um, women 30 to 34. We have Kristen Hernandez Emily Egan and Catherine Campbell. On the men's side, we had Michael Rosa, our guy, Dan Church, 
uh, and Saxon Steel. Saxon Steel, what a name. Like, man, if you were going to be born and it got to pick a name, I want to be Saxon Steel. 100%. I might change my screen name to Saxon Steel just on general principle. Yeah, or, it's, like a, it's like a porn name. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going to a romance novel, whatever. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, RX 35 to 39, we have Autumn Mills, Alyssa Sanzeri, Lauren Garcia, and on the men's side, Trevor Turner, Kanoa Perviance, and He's Theron Greer. Yeah. I met that dude, Theron Greer. He's awesome. Uh, RX 40 to 44, Diana Smirnova, uh, Ali Webster, Tara White, on the men's side, Aaron Parker, Joe Tucker, and James Puckett. Uh, RX 45 to 49. Where's Corey? Oh, wait. There he is. Um, Christine, Get going down. <laughs> uh, women, Christine Jelinevsky, Dana Hazard, Tammy Hiley. On the men's side, Eric Man Matuzak, Dave Feinberg, and Dave Kirk. Two days. Uh, we go 50 to 54. Women, Melissa Peters, Mindy Hoffman, Isabel Morenci Ruiz. Men, Scott Bradley, Rodrigo Doles, and John D'Alessandro. That's another John D'Alessandro. He could be on the cover of a romance novel as well. I guarantee um, he talks with his hands. <laughs> um, RX 55 to 59, women, Tracy Bailey, Michelle Yamashita, Susan Pantano. On the men's side, Kurt Gone. Eric Champion. Well, there's a good one too. Eric Champion. That's that's name. Uh, men, Jeff Scarrett. Then we go 60 to 64 women. Kim Taylor Papp. Janet Douay. Is it Douay or Duet? That's probably Douay. Uh, Alice Kolb. And then on the men, Joseph Babiars and Joseph Lamagna. And finally, 65 plus women winner, Anna Tobias's mom. Yep. Anna Tunnicliffe. Carita Masters, Lynn Galisatos. Galisatos. Man, sure. I'm making a deal with that. And men, Jeff Porter, Gregory Petro, and Bill Allen. So those were your RX podiums. Um, uh, Dan Church says, My wife's like, cool, you be a porn star. <laughs> uh, he said, Also, said half our group was joking around, the other half was silent. Um, but he did say Saxton was a good dude, though, for sure. And Ironica says, Uh, bro bromance novel. Um, and just, uh, Jay Birch says he can uh, get with you, Jamie, because team workouts drive me crazy because I just want to suffer in silence. I All actually right. don't mind team stuff, um, which I guess is a little weird. Um, here we go. Elites, 30 to 34. On the women's side, Sarah Sullivan, Lauren Crichetti, Emily Salam. So Sarah, I met Sarah Sullivan. She actually coaches at CFNE. She was awesome. She's good people. On the men's side, Malaki Bennett, Selvan Ramjani, 
Malachi, Malachi Bennett, Selvin Ramjotten, and Cam Ryan. And there were some hitters in that division with um, Chris Shimley. I think he was in there. Maybe he was in the next one. Never mind. Scratch that. But they were they were going hard. Um, 35 to 39 women, our very own Jamie Latimer, Cami Rush, who gave you everything you wanted and more on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky White Territo. Uh, she cracked me up. We put the podium picture up of the three of the two of you, and she had to uh-huh. catch an early flight. Then she photoshopped herself in and sent the picture in. Awesome. Awesome. Um, that was and awesome. The, and then on the men's side, Travis Flanagan. Michael Poss and Alex Baronic. Uh, no, no, that's uh, Alex Baronic. He is from Baton Rouge. He is my homeboy. Right. He lives, okay. yeah, he lives 25, 30 minutes from me. That's, that's my dude right there. I was good at math in school, not necessarily reading. Uh, <laughs> so then we go to the elite 44, 40 to 44, and on the women's side, Anna Tobias. Let's take a second here. Yeah, um, I have, I got to interview her last year. She's an amazing person, but she does one event a year and then focuses on sailing. And really CrossFit is just what keeps her in shape for that. Do you see the point differential? Nine to 34. And this is like old school scoring where there were what, six events, seven events. Seven. And you get a point for each place you take. So the lowest score possible was seven, and she has a nine. Very impressive. Bananas. Uh, so no, second was Chelsea Hansen, and then third, Meg Garrett. On the men's side, uh, Rudolph Berger, uh, we know him as Rudy, uh, Clint Russell, and Austin Medford. And again, Rudy killed it too, 11 points, lowest score, seven, and so he did really well, but he... He felt the pressure from Clint for sure. Um, and you'll see that when we release his story. <clears throat> uh, elite 45 to 49, Sarah. Yep. Kieros. Kieros. Bridget Armstrong, Leslie Arsenault. On the men's side, Jason Grubb, who was there in the chat. 10 points, possible seven lowest. Not too bad, Jason. Uh, Brigham Abbott, Jace, John Gleitch. We moved to 50 to 54 women, Erica Nordenstrom, Benninghoff, Jackie White, Denise Alba on the men's side, Scott Williams. Thank nice, simple name. Thank you. Uh, Greg <laughs> and Lance Giles. Elite 55 to 59, our very own Leanne Greer, uh, Annika Greer's mom. Uh, we we are, have a full story on her coming out. Uh, Therese Luna, Lisa Trenka, and on the men's side, Mike Egan, Mark Zielowski, and Joe Lopez. Uh, elite 60-64, Betsy Vanderberg, Karen Rotondo, Marcy Spurlock. On the men's side, Gary Godry, Chris Boffman, and Guy Donna. Dana, Donna. Hi there. Yeah. Did they give them both second? That's what it looks like. Yeah. They must have had an equal number of... First and seconds. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Appeal, Dan. Appeal. Oh, no. Um, and on the women's elite 65 plus, Teresa Demick, Terry Carey. Terry Carey. Like that one, too. 
uh, Bev Labonte, and then our men on the 65 plus, our very own Jim Peeper, screaming his lungs out on the ski erg. Ooh. And then this is Vicky and Jeffrey Sands. So I don't know whether to call Jim uh, ski erg screamer or overhead squat master. Skier screamer. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kenneth says, can't wait to live vicariously through you guys that crash onto the next. Yeah, that's going to be fun. We'll do some. Ken, we'll are you coming? Fun. He's in Idaho now. Oh. So. I don't know if I don't know how long he's going to be there, but I think eventually, permanently. It sounds like, but I don't know for sure. Oh. Dan, the tie break is best placing in like most of them. So if I would have not take place where I did in the event I did the last event, and Cammy and I would have tied, Cammy had like three or four firsts, and I only had one, so Cammy would have won. The lowest does not matter. It is most firsts or seconds or. And then uh, Kenneth was in North Carolina, but plans change in Idaho till October 22nd. Bummer. Looks like he's going to try to go to wheel wad. So um, we got through that. The only thing I've left on my thing is here's our plans for, what I called a documentary coming into this, the way it kind of shook out and, and, and when I'm going to just release eight individual stories, just short little mini docs on each person we followed um, with like a highlight reel of their working out of the weekend with the, don't give me that look. I got like two highlights. Dude. No, you don't. <laughs> Um, and then, um, and then I'll the, put it like this. I am so glad that there was nobody there with the camera at the pool. Uh, Jamie, did you get any? No, I okay. No, they oh, swam first. Lana, Lana got Lana. it. Lana, damn it. Yep, we got you. We got you. So, I'm going to release them as. So there'll be the Corey story. There'll be the Jamie story, the Ronica story, the Leanne story, you know, and we'll just release them as short, shorter little um, bite-sized documentaries. Absolutely. So, so that's how it's going to come out um, featuring each one of the members. I'm super excited about that, but I do have this big documentary I'm kind of working on. That's taking a lot of bandwidth. And so I, ha I need to make this as simple as possible. Uh, to kind of get these out as quickly as possible. Um, so, yeah. So that's Fair MFC. Enough. And then we will be back Thursday night, right? Maybe. Yep. My Bears yep. play. Oh, well, we can postpone. Up to you. <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll talk. Okay. Um, uh, so Dan's 
Dan swam an extra 50 yards. Oh, really? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He told me that. that he told me that when I go out when I met him uh, Saturday. And it's actually in the interview. So we're going to leave that as a spoiler, like a teaser. Okay. Because um, it, the how it kind of came about and how it was resolved was a really cool story. And we're just going to leave it like that. Cool. Um, Kenneth wants to know what it was like meeting Judy Reed. She's Judy awesome. Reed, she's an angel. Mm-hmm. She is one of the sweetest, nicest people I've ever met. She took care of me like a mother. Um, I feel like we've been friends forever when I chatted with her. Corey, Jamie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> she was, yeah, Mama Judy. She's right up there with, yeah. with Lynette as far as that, that, kind of, uh, that kind of duty is concerned. Yep, I could hear her and see her, and that made me not want to quit when I really wanted to quit. Yeah, and her, her husband is a stud. Yeah. Like, yeah. That dude is a unit. Oh, my God. He's huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are a very impressive couple. <laughs> and so happy to meet both of them. So um, we'll do a show this week at some point, probably Thursday. We'll figure that out. I, ju I just finished watching the Dale King documentary a few hours ago. That's Ooh, definitely going to be on the, the topic list. I One of the most impactful things I've watched ever. And the fact that it happened in my backyard is Scott, crazy. Where is it available at? I need to I need to watch it. Pretty much everywhere. Um, I got it on Amazon. I know it's available on Apple. I no, that's, <laughs> if it's on Amazon, that's perfect. I can just get it right here on the, on the big TV. Yeah, it was so I think to buy it was twelve bucks on Amazon and or you can rent it for like four, four or five. Yeah. Um, but I wanted I wanted to support Dale and hopefully he gets some money out of this. So I bought the movie. Um, I figured I can spend 12 bucks to support what they have going on down there. Oh, but I'm actually, Ju Julie, my wife was in the other room watching TV and I'm watching on my laptop and I'm just bl a blubbering idiot. Like, it's out. And she's like, are you okay? What's wrong? And she's like checking on me because like I am, I'm sobbing. Um, and as, as bad as that moment in the, the duck was like, there are so many uplifting moment moments as well. Um, that, that pull you up out of that as they finish up the doc documentary, <laughs> but they, they hold an event down there and it is legendary in Ohio called the gauntlet. And man, I'd love to get a couple people to, and sponsor some teams to go down for that. At some point, is it Why like? Oh, what a name! Um, is it like Wadapalooza's Gauntlet? So no, it is. Okay. It, you would love it more. It is outdoors. Okay. It is using the hillsides and the um, the river and like they did burpees over kayak. Um, oh. 
they um and it's in the documentary the 22 version there's a levy from the ohio river up they ran that levy like it's it's all outdoor fun jamie stuff cool <laughs> yeah but i think it was it's like four events back to so you have to like you have to do it in 90 minutes and it's four events back to back to back to back that's why they call very it very cool yeah that's awesome yeah. yeah i'm gonna have to try to get that tonight or tomorrow night try to watch that yeah i'm gonna probably go through another yeah. one i took it later today yeah so mm -hmm. it's so good highly highly recommend and we will um Uh, well, the uh, the levy, it, it's just a, yeah, I know you're quoting the song, Dan, I get it, um, and it's very funny, but th this Ohio River levy is just to prevent it from flooding, so it's not a normal area where there's water, it's just built so it doesn't overflow into the town, but yeah, got to check it out, it's so good. With that, guys, so fun catching up with everybody. And we'll see you back later this week on Thursday night CrossFit Talk. Bye, guys. Video. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.